Getty, everybody. It's Kimi, and I'm back with my tea of the day. Welcome to episode 42. 40, 42. We made it. We are good. We are alive. I am back on track. And I'm going to get into some things. I hope everyone is doing well and trying to stay healthy and all of that. But I don't want to... I want to have a fun episode today. I want to talk about... Some good Mew Mew, some good music that we've been getting, or some bad music that we've been getting. It's been a, a definitely a, a mixture of both, but happy that we're actually getting it. And I just want to talk about my top 10, my top 10 female R&B or pop albums. It's not fully in an order, but I'll probably read it all from 10 to 1. And definitely, you know, let's get into some things. So we got into Miss Kelly Rowland dropped the single, Got Coffee, and she dropped the video. Miss Kelly, she's been doing some things. She's been like on Instagram and stuff like that, doing like live videos and really interacting with her fans, which is wonderful to see. I'm happy that she's trying to, you know, get more out there as she should. But baby Kelly, she dropped. A song in the video called Coffee. And let's just say it didn't do what it needed to do. It, it, it didn't hit the mark it needed to hit. Visually, it was visually stunning. The video was pretty with the type of chocolate brown woman or different shades of brown and black. It was just wonderful visually to see. But the song itself. I was confused. Hopefully this isn't a single. Hopefully this is just something that she just put out here just to say, hey, I'm still I'm still doing music. Because we've been waiting for this album. You did an album what 2014? We've been waiting for this album, this this out out, but you still ain't giving it to us yet. And then we also got Baby Mama. From Miss Brandy Norwood, featuring Chance the Rapper, and I wanted to love this song. I really did because it's Brandy, and I always have to give her that respect that she deserves. However, I was very confused with the direction that she's going in, because this is supposed to be her seventh album, her her seventh era, and I'm confused confused with what she's trying to actually do here. I was confused with the her actually getting chance on a record. Like it's cute, I get it. But I don't think this was the record that Chance needed to be on. And I feel like well of course there's no visuals as of yet. Well actually no I lied there there is a video. And it was just a video. It didn't do anything for me. It didn't make me love the song even more. Like most videos that people put out. It makes you love the song more. Than you initially did. Because of the visually stunning aspect. And making the video. Making the song come to life. And I didn't get that. With Baby Mama. And I just felt like she was just over singing. I was confused. Like. That's the kind of song you really needed to. Pour your heart out. And really hit those notes. And. You didn't have to do that with this song. This 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 song was not the song for that. But I don't think she understands when she should like really use her voice and when she shouldn't. 
because it comes out as you're just over singing. That's just my opinion on that. Then we got Stuck With You from Miss Ariana Grande featuring, surprisingly, Mr. Justin Bieber. This was a very interesting combination, to say the least. I was I was shocked a little. And I think that came out, if I'm not mistaken, I think it came out yesterday or that's when I heard it. And I fell in love with it instantly. I fell in love with it, one, because Ariana Grande's voice is just amazing. It is really one of the best voices out there in the industry. Like, no, a lot of people are not fucking with her voice at all. And she can still mature and just work on her voice if she wanted to. And no one would be touching it. Like, her voice is really that good. And I haven't heard Justin in a while. Like, I haven't heard him in years because I just... There was there was just nothing there for me to listen to him. But I'm happy that he actually came back to his singing set. And he really blended extremely well with Ariana's voice. When it was doing the harmonies and stuff like that, it was a great love story, a great love song. And we don't get love songs like that anymore. But to hear that, especially coming from Thank You Next and everything else, was very refreshing to hear from Ariana Grande. She's back on her really singing tip, singing, vocals, all of that. And then, you can't forget, I guess, Nasty featuring Meg and Ashanti. That was the baby song. And in my opinion, it was trash. You can just throw the whole song away. Like, the verses from the rappers was not impressive. Ashanti just sung her song again. It was not impressive. I just don't get it. Like, it was definitely, they could have done something better than what they delivered. And that's the problem nowadays with, like, remixes or, like, adding, like, veterans on a newbie song. And the newbie don't do everything that they need to do to really push the song and better it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't get it. But hey, now we get to, of course, the two top tracks that's fighting for number one, the talk of the town. As soon as it dropped, it was nothing but these two songs. And you know what songs I'm about to get into? Let's get into, let's get into Miss Say So. Featuring Nicki Minaj. Um, it was a Doja Cat song. So, the original song was cute. It was a nice little 70s vibe. The video was cute. And, and it was doing what it needed to do on Bear Boy. And then, her and Nikki had a conversation or two with a few. And she decided to get on this song. I was confused with her getting on this song. I would have preferred her getting on something else, like a brand new song. Nothing from her album, because her album wasn't even that good for Nicki to get on another song, because I guess this was why she got on a song. But let's, let's let's get into the gig. So, oh, there was two versions that came out. The first version was leaked, or halfway leaked, or whatever. And then they kind of scrapped it, and then she went back in and did a whole new verse. 
So, I'm listening to it and I'm like, okay, this is cute. Like, let me let me get into some lyrics that I, I enjoyed. Every time I take a break, the game is so boring. Like, that was a cute little bar or statement. Ain't talking about medicine, but I made a for- but I made a fiend. I was set to put the cookie on quarantine. He knows this a this thing ain't one like a felony. All he gotta do is say the word like a spelling bee. Cute. Like she had a she had a death as soon as she started her verse, she changed the beat completely for the second version. And for me, like, I'm happy you changed the beat, but the beat was completely different than the other beat, and it didn't mesh well. That's my critique for that part of the song. And then usually a remix, since this is a remix, but I know, like, the new day and age remix, you just keep whatever the artist did and then whoever's coming on the song, just putting their, their special stuff, and then that's it. You're not really making it a different song, because that's what... I'm used to that's what the 90s did. When it was called a remix, it was a completely different song. Like, you're getting like a two for one, so you're getting credit for this song and that song together. Like, you're winning. But it felt short because Doja didn't do anything different at all with her verse. Her verse was cute, don't get me wrong. However, she was supposed to do something different with her. She was definitely supposed to do something different with her verse, but she didn't, and that was upsetting. And then I'm two taking together, that was cute, and then Nikki went back in. Not a full 16, but she went back in a little while, and they started talking about someone, and then everyone just assumed that it was this person, it was that person, it was this person, it was that person. And we're still not understanding that it's a rap. So she's going, like, she couldn't be talking about herself. But at the end of the day, it's a rap, and rappers rap. Rappers get at people. Rappers make subliminals. Rappers do this, rappers do that. She doesn't have to say, or unless it's specifically for one person, if she decides to say names, okay. But other than that, she doesn't. Oh, as that. I felt the type of way though when she said it wasn't Wendy. But I don't even understand how you how y'all really figured or thought that it was Wendy. When she said real real eyes. And and Wendy don't have an ass at all. Like, I'm confused about that. But okay. Um she would not be talking about Beyonce because that's a good good duty. Like they're not necessarily friends, but they are industry friends, and they have a rapport. Period. Like, yeah, Nicki might feel a type of way because she did a song with this one, or a talk to this one, or something with this one, but at the end of the day, these are two grown women, and they have no issues with each other. But in my opinion, even though I guarantee this is going to go number one, I don't know for how long... But the Bob is really actually trying to make this her her number one thing, her number one. Which I don't know why you didn't do that for any of her solo stuff, but I digress. 
<laughs> like Barb, y'all need to get together. You want to support Nikki or do you not want to support her? Because now you, you see that it's so close. She's becoming number one. Now y'all really want like, oh, this is going to be her number one. But now she has to share it with someone. She should have been had a number one solely by herself. I digress. So, in my opinion, I'm not a fan of the song. Like, her verse is cute. But it didn't really do anything for me. It didn't help me like the song even more. It, it didn't. Now let's get into Miss Savage, the remix. Meg song featuring Miss Beyonce. Miss Queen Bee, Miss Miss Knowles, Miss Carter. And this song, this remix, was a remix. It was a real remix. It was a completely different song. Yes, of course, the chorus is going to be the same. But other than that, it was a different song, a different vibe, a different feeling that I got. Besides the, besides the original. The original was amazing. It was definitely... But it, it did what it needed to do. But what Beyonce got on that song... Like, you could tell how hands-on she was with the song. Like, so, you know, no, no, no. We're going to do it like the 90s. We're going to do a whole different song. So, you need to change your verse. Or your verses. And Miss Megan changed her verses. And I love these verses more than I like the original verses that she had on Savage. And it just gave me a Houston. It gave me a Texas vibe like it was supposed to. Like, it gave me nitty-gritty. It gave me, like, <laughs> the pop. Like, we're, we're those girls. And I, it was just amazing to see. So, of course, I have to start off with my whole team eating Chef's Kiss, she's a treat. Because I remember, like a few months ago, probably like either beginning of the show and the last year, some reporters were saying that Beyonce don't play her team well, her dance is well. Her dances were getting like sad and this time and third. And then her dance captain reposted it, not knowing what the hell it was said, quote unquote, and all this stuff. So she wanted to just make sure, like, first thing she said, look, I pay my people and they eat well. They're very healthy. Because <laughs> that it needed to be said. Now let's, let's get into her first verse. My hip tick tock when I dance. On a demon time, she might start her only fans. Big B and the B sent for bands. If you want to see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. Right? And the funny thing is, now every, a lot of more females is starting only fan pages. Because of this verse. Like, every time that Beyonce says something, because we assume that she's not here. But she's here. She's very relevant. She's very... <laughs> like, she watches everything. She knows about everything. And, baby, like, come on. Big B and the B stands for bands. Like, Big B, Big Bloods. Like, Big B and the, my B stands for bands. Because I'm making those bands. I'm making those bands. Now, let's get into some, another one. Oh, and if you want to see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. Left cheek, right cheek, spin around that thing. You sit up in that thing. Gang, 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 gang. I heard the action for the queen. I brought some cameras in here. I'm a bad bitch. She's a savage. Ain't no comparison here. All this money in this room. 
I think there's some scammers in here. Drop mic. Wait. Just people up these eyes. The way Beyonce really rapped on this song, like we heard her rap. She's been rapping since that she's how she's really been rapping since like upgrade you. Like, she's been a rapper, but every time that she really gets on a track, a track and raps, it just amazes me how much effort and time and rehearsal this woman puts into her craft. Like She's out rapping the rapper on the song. That's a problem. I'm sorry, but that's a problem. That's why, like, Meg, like, you're thankful for having her on the song? Absolutely. And, of course, you don't want to watch Beyonce because I guess it's Beyonce. But at the end of the day, like, if a singer who raps is rapping on your song and you do not, <laughs> you do not go in, and they are the highlight of your song, and they... Just out rap you? That's a problem. I'm sorry, but that's a problem. And not for nothing, like, I feel like this is like the second time that this happened. Like, the first time was Hot Girl Summer. So, if that was the song before Nikki jumped on it, and if that was those with the verses, and then it was just you and Tiger, and that was it, that was the finished project, that song would have sucked. I'm sorry. It would have sucked. Nikki made that song, she out rapped you. And Nikki wasn't even trying to rap on that song. So, it's like, Come on. But Savage, definitely go listen to. Say So, definitely go support. Like, Say So is going to be, if they get number one, it would be the first time two female rappers is on who got a number one song or something like that. I just, it's it's great for music-wise, like, having all four girls on top. That is a that's amazing to see because we haven't seen that like this. Like, this is still history in the making, period. And only if I cannot wait for this quarantining stuff to be over so they can really perform these songs and hopefully we get a video for both of them. That would be amazing. And I need tours. Whether it's... How about we just have all four... How about we just have all four of the girls on tour? I will be here for that. That would be... That would be... The highest grossing tour ever. Ever. If you have Miss Beyonce, Miss Nicki Minaj, Meg, and Doja, it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be every genre in one. But these girls are just gonna be rapping. Beyonce's gonna be doing her singing. Doja's gonna be doing her singing. Nicki gonna be doing her singing. Meg is just gonna be rapping. It's gonna be amazing. And if that happens, yeah. Remember, I said it. Now, let's get into these top 10. Like I said, it's not going to be necessary in order. But these are the albums that I feel like really just did something for my soul. And that I cannot stop listening to. And, in my opinion, are some of the most... Some of the most unskippable songs. Unskippable albums. Like, there's not many artists that can really put on an album that you do not skip. And these are the albums that I feel like are the, the standard for pop R&B. 
and the standard for non-skits. Let's get into my first choice, which is Lemonade by Beyonce. This album was really an epitome of her career. Like, this was like, I am here. Like, she's always been saying, I am here. She's always been showing, I am here. But this is her best work thus far. It was so telling. It was so powerful. It was so emotional. It was just everything you can ask for from an artist. Especially during the time that when I was going through it. This album really helped me, helped me through. And I didn't skip a song. And yes, Beyonce is everything. But there are some albums that I skip. I mean, there are some songs that I skip. Because, the, like the song, just as I don't get a, a connection with. The next album I put was definitely Anybody Wanna Buy a Heart by Miss K. Michelle. This album was an amazing album. It was definitely her best album as well. And there was no skips. Like for me, K. Michelle, I haven't skipped a song from K. Michelle. There's some songs, of course, you like more than others. But in terms of like a skip, I, I don't I don't see it for her. But for this one, anybody wanna buy heart was this her this was her epitome. And for a second album, that's extremely hard to have that be your best album. And it was just everything and made you cry and made you smile. It was very emotional as well. Next one would definitely be Thank You Next by Miss Ariana Grande. Thank You Next really shook, it shook the pop girls. Cause the pop girls cannot handle what Ariana was giving. It really was the epitome of a pop album. Like, that is her pink print. That is her B-Day. That is her... <sighs> Talk a good game. Like, that. that is her prize possession album. And I'm happy she got them. I'm happy she really tried different things. She was out of her box. She was out of her element. And this is why that made that. Because not no songs in that album you can skip. At all. And if you try to, you're just being a hater. Because she did what she needed to do completely on Thank You Next. Next one for me would have to definitely be Miseducation of Lauren Hill. If this is never on anyone's list, that's a problem. Yes, do we... Yes, I don't... Yes, I feel like we definitely give this album too much credit at times. Only because this is her only album. Or her only solo album. Yes, she did stuff with the Fugees and yada, yada, yada. But I feel like this was definitely that girl. This album was an amazing story. And it was an amazing time. Like, X Factor. That's all, that's it. Next album would definitely be Epiphany by Miss Chrisette Michelle. Yes, I know a lot of people wanted to cancel her 
when she wanted to do the thing with Donald Trump. However, comma. You cannot, you cannot act like this album did not make you feel like you was important. Like you were special. Like you just woke the fuck up. Like you don't need to deal with that motherfucking cheating ass nigga. Don't act like this album did not put you through emotions. Don't make don't act like this album was not a masterful piece. Cause it was. Next one is definitely Cause I Love You. By Miss Lizzo. She definitely makes this list because this album it get it just gave me what I needed. And just the confidence that she exudes and the messages that she was giving us throughout this album. She had to have made the list. Cause I love you. A ballad, a powerful ballad. And she gets back into tempo. And then it's this, and then it's that. It's just an amazing piece of work. And that's definitely one of the standards. Then, you have Miss Kelly Rowland. Which, arguably, in my opinion, this is her best album. Talk a good game. Like, this was her, this was her best album. And I say that because it was just amazing. Like, this was her heartfelt album. Like, you're really talking about your dirty laundry and how you felt about Beyonce and how you felt about this and how you felt about that. Like, how you been beat. Like, you really just gave us your heart and wasn't afraid to give it to her. But I feel like after that, I don't know what happened. Like, yeah, we know several things happened after making this album, but I just felt like maybe you wasn't ready to fully give your heart to your fans. I don't know. The next album is definitely still standing. I miss Monica Brown. Miss Monica, like that girl. That's still standing, so gone. But the boy belongs to me. Everything is me. <laughs> yep, that girl. This album is just. This album was just amazing in terms of how it was delivered. In terms of how it was still a little out of her element. Like she's talking to those sounds a little bit, but not fully like how she did on Still Standing. And I feel like this was like her masterpiece. This was definitely the album that she really put the most work into. Even though she was still dealing with a lot of stuff, I'm glad I'm circling around this album. That's why we got it when we got it kind of thing. But Still Standing is amazing. And vocally, in my opinion, this is her, her best vocalist album. Vocally, this is her best. Then we get into 
Miss Janelle Monet with a dirty computer. And I know I said this before, but I just want to just repeat it. Janelle Monet was never on my radar like that. I just felt like, okay, like she's just a girl who's trying to replicate Prince. That's what I was. That's what I was getting. I think that's because that's what she was giving us at that particular moment. But when we're just sitting at home and a movie album was dropped by Janelle Monet. I I don't well maybe because I didn't I wasn't paying attention to her, but I wasn't aware that you know she was putting out something. So I clicked it on YouTube and it was her album. And the movie album was amazing. Her mind is really out there, but it's really smart. It's really like her ideas. It's like, wow, I would have never thought of that. Like, she really showed these girls, like, no, no, no. Like, we have to think about these visuals, we have to think about the story that we're trying to tell throughout our music and she told the story so beautifully that I, I I can't not say like this like this was that girl this was her album and I cannot wait for another album now like I'm not a full fan but I can't wait for her next album I want to see how she tops this cause Dirty Computer I cannot stop listening to I play, I play it like <laughs> twice a week and it really is everything last but not least I don't have to give it to women to women like he should call I have to give it to her because this album was just it was really good I think it's because maybe she didn't have that much necessarily writing on this album. I guess she wrote, but she didn't fully write everything on this album. So I think it gave me a different perspective of the albums before and after this one. Because I'm not a Kishiko fan either, but this album I can tolerate. Because it was just the beats that she used. It was just the wording that she used. It was just everything. Like, yeah, I still felt the Kishiko aspect of it, but it was just how it was delivered this time. Like, I really feel like she really tried to dance more and to do this more and to just try to do stuff out of her comfort zone. And it was just great to see. And just lyrically, this album was amazing. And no skips. So these top 10, these top 10 albums that I just said has no skips at all. And that's extremely hard. But that's because these ladies are album ladies. And we cannot act like they are they are like the other girls who just like singles, who just like dropping singles after singles after singles. These girls really take their time and work on their craft to give us masterpieces. Like these are prints throughout. Yeah, these are definitely like pink prints. These are definitely prints in time, in history. 
and that's it. Thank you for listening to episode 42 of Kimi with the C's channel. This is amazing. We are doing great. I want to end off with a little quote. If you think positive, positive will come. If you think negative, you're having a negative outcome. So always try to think positive throughout anything. Train your mind to see the good in everything. I know it's hard, but um, train your mind to see the good in everything. Thank you for listening. If you want to talk about this episode or any other ideas that you might have, just definitely hit me up on Facebook, I came Holder, and on IG, Mr. Holder If You're Nasty. And just, you know, hit me up. If you actually have anchor, don't be afraid to hit me up. Give me a message. And let's work. Thank y'all. Laters.